we have established by the will of God that we need strength to conceive. And one sure thing that joy does in the life of a believer is to provide the strength, the strength to conceive. When Hannah left Shiloh with a joyful countenance, she conceived as Samuel. When Sarah laughed in herself, she conceived her Isaac. But strength to conceive is one thing, and strength to birth is another. Many people have conceived amazing and wonderful things and have carried their divine conception for years, for years, because they have not mastered the strength to deliver what they have carried for years. The truth is that over-prolonged conception can be very discomforting and dangerous. As you pray for the joy that provides the strength to conceive, you must also, also pray for the joy that produces the strength to bring to birth. It is trouble, real trouble, for one to feel the pains of labor and have no strength to bring forth. It is devastating as a matter of fact to carry visions and dreams for months or years and then have no strength to bring them forth. At their due date. Isaiah chapter 37 verse 3 says, And they said to him, Thus says Ezekiel, This day is a day of trouble and rebuke and blasphemy, for the children have come to birth, but there is no strength to bring them forth. The New Living Translation makes it a bit easier to understand and it says they told him this is what king ezekiah says same scripture isaiah 37 verse 3 today is a day of trouble insults and disgrace it is like when a child is ready to be born but the mother has no strength to deliver the baby Dearly beloved, your mind can be regarded as your womb in the spirit. That is where the spiritual conception takes place. And you need joy, you need joy to provide the strength that is needed for your mind to conceive the things that heaven wants you to carry. You need strength to Carry them from conception to maturity and you need strength to bring them forth at heaven's expected due date of delivery. And that is why you must protect your joy. <laughs> you must protect your joy, my dear. Sometimes also, sorrow and pain can induce labor. Yes, they can induce labor. Leaving behind trails of pain and multiplied sorrow. So you must protect your heart from sorrow and consistently, I repeat, consistently repeat. 
replenish your joy in the presence of the Lord. For your joy must be complete. That is a painful story of the pregnant daughter-in-law of Eli, the priest of God. In 1 Samuel chapter 4, the Bible tells us that the sorrowful news of the death of her father-in-law induced an intense labor which altered the destiny of the baby she carried and ultimately caused her death. 1 Samuel chapter 4 verse 19 to 22 tells us that now his daughter-in-law, Phineas' wife, was with child, due to be delivered, due to be delivered. And when she heard the news that the ark of God was captured and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead, she bowed herself and gave birth. You see that? She bowed herself when she heard. She bowed herself and gave birth for a labor. A labor pains came upon her. And about the time of her death, the woman who stood by her said to her, Do not fear, for you have burned a son. But she did not answer, nor did she regard it. Then she named the child Ichabod, saying, The glory has departed from Israel because the ark of God has been captured and because of her father-in-law and her husband. And she said, The glory has departed from Israel for the ark of God has been captured. She died. She died because the sorrowful news of pain forced induced the birth of the child she carried in her womb. The most painful thing is that even when the wonderful baby was born, her joy was completely drained. Her joy was completely gone. Every mother will rejoice at the cry of their baby. But for this woman, her joy was completely gone. The Bible says she did not even regard the baby that was born. When the woman who stood by her tried to create some joyful excitement, some joyful, you know, experience around her, she had no joy left. She had no smile on her face. She named a beautiful child Ichabod and she died and left her baby behind. Oh, the news of sorrow, the news of woes, drained her joy and multiplied her sorrow. Oh, friends, what news are you giving attention to? You do not know that every sorrowful and sad news you give attention to, either by listening or by means of remembrance, drains your joy. My question to you this morning is, who told her such sorrowful news at that time of her birth? Who told her at the time of her labor when she was 
due for delivery was that the best time to give her a sorrowful news of her husband's death and the death of her father-in-law friends mark the people around you who have nothing to tell you but sorrowful news about others bad news sad news about others about things around at critical moments of your life there are people positioned positioned around you to bring bad news sorrowful news evil news sad news at the point of your miracle most times this evil news and sad news and sorrowful news drain your joy so much so that you will not even regard the great things that god is birthing through your life you will call the gift of god upon your life by a terrible name you will lose value for the treasures that have been delivered through you if you give attention to sorrowful and sad news from others protect your joy protect your joy protect your joy by keeping those with negative sorrowful sad news away from you keep them at arm's length protect your joy sorrowful sad and negative news can cause untimely delivery of that which you have conceived by the lord it can cause forced delivery induced delivery of that which you have conceived by the Lord. Negative news has caused many untimely marriages. Many untimely marriages, birth of untimely ministries, the birth of untimely businesses. And at the end of it all, those involved are full of regrets. Dearly beloved, be careful about what you hear because what you give attention to can impart you with so much sorrow or with so much joy. If you are imparted with sorrow, it will surely drain or cause the leakages of your joy. Once your joy is drained, then you are not in a good place at all. May I conclude this morning with Joel chapter 1 verse 12 and it says, The vine is dried up. The fig tree languishes. The pomegranate tree, the palm tree also, and the apple tree, even all the trees of the field are withered because joy is withered away from the sons of men. Wow! The trees are withered, all of them, because joy is withered away from the sons of men. Things dry up when joy dries up. Things wither away when joy is withered away from the sons and daughters of men. Oh my. So joy can wither. Joy can dry up. Do you now realize that the joy in you has the capacity to sustain even the trees of the field 
when joy is withered, all the trees of the field are withered. Even the palm trees, the palm trees, the apple tree, the olives, the fig tree, the vine cannot survive sorrow in the heart of men. Do you know what this tree represents? These trees, do you know what these trees represent? Psalm 128, verse 3. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine. As a vine, a vine tree. In the very heart of your house, your children like olive plants all around your table. So when joy is withered away from the sons of men, wives and children that should be like a fruitful vine and olive plant wither away. Do you know what the palm trees represent? Psalm 92 verse 12. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Even the righteous man cannot survive the pain of sorrow. My dearly beloved brothers and sisters, pray. Pray earnestly. Pray so much that the Lord will cause your joy to be full. Your joy to be complete in Christ. I pray for you this morning that your joy shall not wither. Your joy shall not dry up. I pray that the Lord will keep you away from sorrowful news. From sad news. I pray that the Lord will shield you. Shield you. From negative people who brings or find it joyful to tell you evil things at very critical moments of your life. I pray that the Lord will deliver you completely from men and women whose desire, whose longing, whose passion is to deflate your joy, to drain your joy, and to cause your joy to wither away. May I leave you with the words of our Lord Jesus Christ in John chapter 15 verse 11 this morning and it says, These things I have spoken to you Jesus speaking here, that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full until the joy of the Lord Jesus Christ remains in you. Your own joy will not be full. Pray this morning and say, Lord Jesus, let your joy remain in me. Let nothing nothing take away your joy the joy of jesus away from me regardless of the people around me regardless of my situation at the moment regardless of the pain i'm going through regardless of the things coming around me the news the woes the fears coming around lord let your joy remain in me is the joy of Jesus in you that will multiply your own joy and bring your joy to the place of fullness, 
to the place of fullness. Let the joy of Jesus remain in you. Let the joy of Jesus multiply your own joy exponentially and bring that your joy that has been withered away. Bring life back to it. Bring hope back to it. Bring joy to its fullness in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, John! John!